America, you know, we got like a $1,200 check. And uh, so that was just like a bunch wow. of money that I, I don't need to spend mm-hmm. on rent. And I can only spend so yeah. much on food. Because you're a house so, owner. You're, a, you're an evil yeah. house owner. So I just wasted it on a, a PS4. And it was a great investment for me. Very uh, timely on that. Like very, <laughs> just, you know, PS4. Yeah, I mean, everyone else is spending it on Animal Crossing. <laughs> I might as well, you know, yeah. treat myself. Right. Um, I had, uh, my girlfriend has an Xbox One. So I was used to that experience. Did you get a pro? I did not get a pro. Okay. I, I wasn't going to go too crazy no, with no, the no. free money. I mean, Listen. you know, I'm I'm respectful. Still got to be frugal. Um. Yeah, of course. But uh, <laughs> I like the PS4 a lot. I okay. like the exclusives on it. And then I like the uh, I like the HUD more than the Xbox. The Xbox feels like Windows 10. Yeah, the Xbox had um, has been a problem for sure. Like, uh, yeah, they never kind of figured that figured that out completely. I think it has been worse than uh, than it is right now. But yeah, they, it's not where it should be. It's still. Did you ever play the 360? Of course, yeah. Uh, do you remember the original bladed? Remember and uh, and love, yeah. That was iconic. Uh, um, and then they, and then once they switched it over, it became much more like the way we see it now. The new Xbox experience. Yeah, the new Xbox experience, and that's only like four steps removed from what we have now. Yeah, there's there's a good video I watched recently, actually, uh, which sort of chronicles the (coughs) the different stages um, of the of the um, menu, Um, and yeah. It it was definitely worse. Uh, it, like there there were some dark mo- there's some dark sort of um, <laughs> points there. Um, like uh, um, it was like end of 360, I think. Sort of not not quite the f- the last thing on three um, 360, but like the uh, second to last thing was like sort of that was horrendous if I'm uh, remembering correctly. Um, it's like really bad. And then since then they kind of clean it up a little bit and recently even on, on xbox one they did like a sort of a smaller um overhaul and i think even that was sort of an improvement um they, they get a little but, bit better yeah. about uh like even from windows vista to windows 10 to talk <clears throat> pc like they get a little better at the giant uh thumbnails every time but it's still not like pretty or efficient Listen, the you problem know? is pro- the problem is advertising. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You day, get like giant there's things. Too, there's and, too many And the products. thing I like about the PS4 is it's pretty much the same layout as the PS3. Yeah. It's it's just a very or the PSP for that matter, where it's just a very consistent right, right. UI yeah. HUD. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, I've, I've I've fallen off of Sony um, console-wise uh, <coughs> after the PS2 um, for a number of reasons, but uh, but no, yeah, glad glad you're enjoying that. Um, so talk t- talk to us about the exclusives you the exclusives been I've been playing. Well, technically, yes. I was gonna say the uh, okay. So I've been playing Bloodborne and I've been right. playing Spider-Man. Okay. I wasn't gonna talk about Bloodborne. Because I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> oh, just give us a quick update. 
Just a quick uh, uh, on Bloodborne, well, thumbs, I like thumbs up, it. thumbs down. You like it? Shocking. Yes. Um, I think, and I get worried when I get too critical about things. I was critical on Sekiro, and I think after playing Bloodborne, it kind of affirmed what I felt about Sekiro. It's not just mm -hmm. me being a contrarian. I think how I felt about Sekiro was very genuine. Oh, no. I think um, those games are. The Sekiro wasn't like controversial, maybe too strong, but it definitely didn't get the the you know the ubiquitous um, adoration for it that Blood Bloodborne gets. So uh, here's the thing: Bloodborne is a good game. <laughs> like yeah. like when when people praise Bloodborne, there's mm -hmm. not a lot to complain about. There's quite a few bits, and I guess I could go over them when I get to that point, but. Mm -hmm the flaws of Sekiro were so apparent to me. And yeah. as someone that could fall in love with the Souls games, I couldn't fall in love with Sekiro. And I did with Bloodborne. Like, I, I think I'm in love with Bloodborne. We'll, we'll be, you'll, you'll be revisiting that when you finish it, right? Yeah. Uh, on the show. So, um, so I guess, I guess let me, let me slide in here and um, talk a bit about a game I've been playing. I've been tripping away at. It's not a game that I've been you know, sitting down, like, it's not the thing that I'm playing, I'm not playing straight, like, through it from start to finish, I'm just, I'm giving myself some breaks uh, in between, and that game is, uh, is Thumper, um, <clears throat> which is a rhythm game. I think Violent Rhythm Game is sort of the tagline for it, uh, something along those lines. Um, <clears throat> and it is a it is a genuine rhythm game, you know. I always make that distinction, because I'm a huge rhythm game fan, but I always sort of make that distinction between games where you uh, like rhythm games that are actually rhythm rhythm games where you actually play follow the rhythm you have to get into the rhythm and then there's rhythm games which are the bad kind <laughs> which i don't like i don't like too much uh, at least where you're more following the um the melody basically and it's like you know the for example, the the Hatsune Miku's and like uh, Persona dancing and uh, those kinds of games. You're basically you're just playing the sequence uh, of the melody, basically. Well, let can, me ask you, yeah. how do you feel about uh, Guitar Hero? Um, I actually haven't I actually haven't played too much Guitar Hero, which is surprising, maybe, but. Um, but I like it. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's good. But it's. It's a different. It's. It's a different kind of game. It's not a. It's a. Is it? It's a music game. Um. It's not a rhythm game. I mean, yeah. Unless it was fair, but drums. it was just interesting the way yeah. you said it because when you talk about melody, what's weird about Guitar Hero and Rock Band, especially if you were playing guitar and not like mm -hmm. drums. Obviously, when you play drums, you're going to yes. be playing the backing drums, right? But right. when you play Guitar Hero, they don't always have a guitar for every moment in a song but they still try to fit it in with a melody. So yeah. you will be doing guitar at really weird points. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. I've actually played a Guitar Hero on uh, DS <laughs> with the oh like, my God. little add-on. I, I own that. Um, yeah, it's it's it works pretty well. The problem is that you get really bad hand cramps um, after a certain while, which is sort of a flaw, you know? <laughs> it's bad when your product sort of induces pain but uh aside from that it's an interesting um interesting and i would say successful ultimately ultimately um sort of port um it's kind of, it's an, it's neat it's neat but yeah like so many people get hand cramps from it and um 
it's not even you know the people a lot of there's this crowd of people who are like always talking about form factor with handhelds their hands are too big or too small or whatever and it's like they always complain about how it doesn't feel right and i'm i'm never in that camp um but in this case with guitar hero on ds they definitely it was definitely sort of a common thing like no matter the hand size uh, it sort of started to hurt at some point <laughs> well i mean i definitely think there's so much technical technical stuff involved in performing with that like you're just tapping so many buttons at once versus a standard mm. let's say platformer on the ds you know it really yeah. doesn't matter yeah, yeah, yeah um but but yes thumper <laughs> back to thumper um so the game is uh, structured in te- i think 10 worlds and um, basically every world introduces some new sort of concept or feature or like gameplay element and um it's all about uh, variation you know it's like these uh, it it sort of starts starts up a a rhythm as a sort of a rhythmic rhythmical sequence in like with every world and then it sort of develops and um, does variations on that um, <clears throat> during the um, like over the course of that world and it's definitely notorious for uh, for its difficulty like people are you know people are have been like are struggling to finish it some some people i mean rhythm games is the thing it's not for everyone because it really does depend on sort of you know just some people have better sense of rhythm than others (laughs) it's really um like i've seen people who have struggled with like the first few levels of a rhythm heaven game which is my favorite series by the way um rhythm game series and also one of my favorite Serious period. This um, may be the you may be talking about rhythm heaven as much as I talk about souls. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, but yeah, there's it's hard to give advice to those people. Like when they're struggling with the second, third stage, you know what? You say, what do you say to them? Um, so there's sort of the, that natural disposition that factors into it. But uh, but yeah, no, uh, I would say um, Thumper. I would say for me. Um, as someone who plays a lot of rhythm games, I would say um, challenging, but not like impossible to like play through it. But if I started to go for good ranks, like you get ranked on every part of the sequence, um, which determines your end, like end mark on the um, at the end of the world. Um, <coughs> that would be uh, that that that's in, that's insane. That's like that. That is way too hard um, to get like a to to, to get a uh, a good rank um, on on it. So I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm just playing through it, uh, which is a lot of fun and it's super intense. The visuals and the sound flow so well together. Uh, the pulsating, it's definitely like a beating pulsating. Rhythm. Looking at it, it looks like a tough version of Audio Surf. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it definitely has that lane design. Yeah, but it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, you know, it's it's sure that comparison. Some. I mean, it looks better way. than Audio Surf because I think it's got unique assets to it, and it's got like a. Yeah. I like its aesthetic more, and, and I'm sure the you aesthetic know. is very special. Yeah, it's very um like industrial metal in a way, um cold chrome. Uh, that, now I'm just saying words, but um, but I mean yeah. to go to go into the I I, I guess we're not going to spend t- too much time on it, but to go into the natural talent for rhythm thing, yeah, I think that 
I definitely think natural talent for rhythm uh, enables people to be better closer to the start. But I have faith that anybody could uh, get through that stuff with the proper like hand-eye coordination or whatever. But the thing mm. is, it can't only be hand-eye coordination. I think when I used to play rhythm games, I yeah. played only on like being able to see the patterns and getting into the rhythm of pressing the button instead right. of getting into the rhythm of the music. Yeah, yeah, that's why rhythm heaven is the best because you can you can play it blind. You can you can like uh, maybe it's just some a little bit of knowledge required with some stages. Obviously, it helps if you know the stage and know where it goes. But generally speaking, uh, like after. Uh, playing it maybe once normally you can play it you can just close your eyes and actually um, some people actually do better with the eyes closed because they're not distracted by the things going on uh, the visual things going on on screen um <clears throat> like i know calvin is uh has said that that he uh does better closing his eyes in rhythm heaven i um, think people do better like at video fun. games in general if they open their ears like there's a lot of games where mm. Audio cues are so important, but people don't pay attention to them. I thought you were going to say a lot of people would do better at reading games if they close their eyes. <laughs> uh, which no, not, true, not necessarily that. But <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, Kelvin would probably. Anyway, um, moving on <laughs> to a different... To just to actually connected... Um, oh, actually, we should... Uh, l let me pause here and let's introduce ourselves. Um we're not going to introduce ourselves. We are 13 minutes into this podcast. No, we have And to have we are now. just now saying our names. Late title card. This is Pavlos, and I'm Brogan. And welcome no, to no, the no. Daydream Cast. I'm, I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> have so you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Never, that, never. That's just never uttered like that. four times for no reason in the in this game. The the game for the main <laughs> podcast today is Batman for the NES, the nineteen eighty nine yes. adaptation. Indeed. Right, but we have we have some we have a lot of stuff before that, um, that we want to talk about. Um but but yes, uh, and Kelvin that we mentioned is of is of course from our neighboring uh, like sub i would say the sub podcast of the site like uh, since we're the main feature uh they're sort of like the side project that they do, i'm gonna uh, be honest i haven't listened to them i, I don't listen to them so <laughs> this oh, is all news to no, me no. go on yeah 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 no i mean they've, they've been talking some they've been talking some smack uh, over there um so so yeah i just want to remind them that this you know they're, they're just a side attraction so um People come for the video games. Uh, Who watches think, movies during I don't think quarantine. anyone watches movies anymore. So, uh, yeah. I uh, hope this puts them in their place. And uh, let's talk about Toe Jam and Earl. Speaking oh, of man. music I, and a, rhythm and funk. Yeah. Um, so I got it as like a spur of the moment thing on the PS4. And I like it a lot. I was I was unaware of what the game was like. And basically, it's sort of like, a, it's almost isometric, it's definitely like a distance back, and you travel around the world, and you're trying to collect parts for your ship. This is Back to the Groove, by the way, the newest one. Yeah, the I'm unsure one. of what the others do. But you uh, go around, you collect parts for your ship, you collect presents, which are randomized, and you try to avoid or go near um, NPC humans or aliens which are um, also randomized that could help you or hurt you. 
Um, it's not a particularly violent game, which was what I was really pleased by. Mm. It's uh, pretty wholesome. Yeah. So uh, I love Tojo Minoru. Um, I, I've, I, did, I haven't played uh, 3, which I think was on Xbox, but uh, was also supposed to be pretty like cookie cutter, not, not particularly good. Uh, but uh, I love the first two. The first one is, uh, well, this new one is like the first one in that it's a... The first one was like one of the first, uh, I would say, um, roguelike dungeon crawlers uh, in like where you could see so many aspects of what you would see like in the like indie in indie roguelikes today. Um, obviously, there have been a lot of roguelikes before that, but sort of... You could always you could see a modern direction there. But um, you're you're telling me the randomized items and the randomized stage patterns were in the first one. Yes, yes, exactly. That's crazy. That's awesome. Like, no, it's 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 basically a new take on the first one. It's um it has all the elements uh, that the first one has, um, and um, like not even that much not that much new <laughs> even but i yeah, mean i can tell some things are new um obviously the visuals are slightly different toe oh, yeah. jam and earl got a revamp but there's a classic version of them and then some of the uh humans look um obviously new like there's one that's it's like not a remake it's not a remake don't understand don't, you got just to explain, it's not a re- it's not a remake. Obviously, the designs and the weapons and stuff that's all new. I just meant like mechanics wise. Like oh, I know. see, I see. Yeah, yeah. So structurally, it's it's very it's just very similar. Um, no, I mean I figured that there was definitely some things that had to be new. Again, there's there's guys on segways and then there's like guys attached yeah, to their yeah, phones. Yeah. So I was definitely. like, this is mm-hmm. a new game. The the second one, Panic on Funkatron is a platformer and it's a bit controversial uh, pe- not everyone likes it that it took a new direction but actually i think it's a very very cool and smooth and groovy uh platformer like well, sort of even, has its own uh, sort of its own style and well uh, even like, falling uh, in love with the game i'm playing now it doesn't seem like the gameplay is the ultimate trademark i think the trademark is actually the aesthetic definitely so like i wouldn't mind a platformer of it hmm yeah, you should give it a shot. Obviously, it's also on Genesis. It's a Genesis game, um, <clears throat> or Mega Drive, as it's correctly called. Uh, correctly and, uh, called. I'm an American. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah, you should give that a shot. Uh, I think it's on several collection, like uh, sort of free, um, Genesis collections. Uh, so uh, you should you should check that out. But uh, but yes, this new one I've played out as well. I've played it. Um, um, it has sort of a pretty long, like, it's not a tutorial, but it's like a tutorial run, right? Um, yeah, basically there's like a, so there's like, on a standard run you do 25, uh, map levels. Right. Um, where you have to get 10 ship parts, but I'm pretty sure in the tutorial world, there's only 10 levels. Exactly, yeah. And, 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 and the levels, levels have yeah. little things to help you out. Yeah. Right, and uh, yeah, you you get like various items and weapons, and you have to find the ship parts, like you said, and it's it's isometric. We should mention that it's an isometric perspective um, on the level, and um, yeah, you shake you shake stuff, <laughs> and it's all random what comes out of it. Um, you put money into like parking uh, stands or whatever that's called, and uh, and yeah. Uh, it's it's fun. 
I and the music is iconic. I love the music. Uh, I, love the I mean, all of it. All of it was really cool to me. Um, I, I, I am a visual guy, so I love the color and I love, mm. I love just the throwback vibe to it. And then mm. the the human designs and the alien designs are just so like, just colorful and cool. Yeah, they it's hip. Mm. They did they did well. The thing is that it was pretty broken uh, on launch, and they had to fix a lot of stuff. So I th I hope that now everything's fixed. I haven't played it recently. Well, I um, haven't played like online co-op, and there seems to be a lot of that. Right. Um. And they actually the 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 crazy thing is I actually followed this a bit. They actually rebalanced the game. <laughs> uh, I think a couple times, like they rebalanced sort of the enemy difficulty and like how much damage they do, and they actually made it a bit harder. Um, like uh, across the board, they actually they actually made it a bit harder. And and I have a friend who's also a Tojum Earl fan, and he uh, he was pretty upset. By that he didn't like that he spent a bit more time than me with the game uh so uh you know just you know that's just his word so uh, i think if you come to the game now as with all you know as always with with these uh, sort of games that change if you just come to the game <laughs> it's sort of like uh, like after it's sort of done after it's sort of uh, left alone by the developers as long as you don't know what it was like before, you're usually you won't have uh, you will have less of an less of an issue. Um, yeah, man, so hindsight is the killer here, or like yeah. uh, ignorance is bliss. Exactly, uh, that's our that's our podcast motto. I would say. <laughs> yeah, we love to be ignorant around here. <laughs> yeah, um, Pavlos, what else have you played? I have well. I still don't have a jingle for it, but uh, I think it's time for the for my Animal Crossing minute. Um, da, 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 da. It's the Animal Crossing minute. That's it. That's minute, minute, minute. Yeah, uh, that's our most popular uh, segment, I think. Um, we I get think all I'm... kinds of fan mail yeah. based on how much he plays Animal Crossing. Definitely, mainly <laughs> asking for turnip prices. <laughs> Maybe that. Really enough, it's all addressed to you. I don't know what's up with that, but um, yeah, Animal Crossing. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna shock the nation here and uh, be positive. Oh my god, I'm gonna be a bit. I'm gonna be positive for a bit here on the game because uh, it has actually settled into a rhythm that resembles um, normal Animal Animal Crossing pretty much, um, <clears throat> like. You're done. I'm done with sort of furnishing homes for villagers and um, mandatory crafting. As obviously, I still have to craft the tools, and I still don't like the crafting. But I can I can keep it to a minimum now, and um, you know, just play Animal Crossing. Sort of buy furniture uh, and uh, decorate my island, make flowers uh, happen, <laughs> and uh, visit friends, send gifts, and all that stuff is. Sort of, kind of, it is really the best it's been, uh, quality of life wise and, and otherwise. So um, it's it's great. It sort of uh, you know it sort of um, has went in a went the right way for me. Like um, I, I've been know, hearing been playing that. it every day. That that's that's good. Uh, let me ask, uh, how many mm -hmm. hours did that take you to get to this point? You mean? Yeah, to get to the point where you're happy. 
Well, I uh, because I wasn't happy before, I wasn't that happy. I didn't I, like it took me longer than it could have. Like I could have rushed, I could have rushed through the the parts that I didn't like, but I didn't. So it it did take me like oof, maybe. I don't know, 20, 30 hours, I think, probably, of, of playing. I'm not sure, entirely sure, maybe like 25. But you didn't hate those 20, 30 hours. I didn't hate them, but they were like, it was, they were, they were held, held back by the stuff that I talked about. Um, but yeah, there's so much, again, there's so much potential here. They could add more stuff. I want Brewster, the cafe. I want that, I want that back. Um, they should add that. Um, and yeah, currently there's, it's, it's nature, uh, like nature week or nature day, nature week, something like that. Um, so I've been tending to flowers and bushes and um, buying buying saplings and stuff. Uh, yeah, let me let me let me just one last thing though uh, with Animal Crossing. <coughs> Isabel, da -da. I I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. Um, what sorry what uh, what the hell is Isabel doing like who 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 like how is Nook Nook is working right beside her like he's sitting across from her in this in the town hall and Isabel has been like whenever I come in she's like sleeping on the desk uh, staring at space or lo looking at this flower like I think that's just like this flower and she's intently staring at it like I, I don't know what the fuck she's doing uh, she do she does the updates every time you start the game and I'll tell she, you what she's doing she she's coasting by on yeah, her mayor's assistant that's right. gig that's and right. and she thinks she could get away Nepotism. with it. <laughs> yeah yeah, every time I start the game up, you know the in Splatoon you have the fun like intro uh, from With the, the two DJs. Sisters. Yeah, or the DJs uh, in the second one. Yeah, and and they just say fun stuff. And Isabel every time is like, oh, I watch TV. Yeah, I, I can't stop watching TV. Haha, <laughs> I fell asleep. I, I watched TV and fell asleep to watching TV. And the next day she's like. Uh, not, 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 nothing happening. I, uh, have I mentioned I like TV? I like TV. Um, Isabel that, sounds like someone who'd do well on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's uh, pretty apt, I think. Yeah, I think she has, uh, she would be great. And I think she also has, uh, what's the image platform called? Um, uh, that, that all the, I don't want to say who, you know. Instagram? Uh, no, no, no. Um, TikTok? I'm, I'm I don't know these apps. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. But she probably I'm too old at, for this. <laughs> she probably looks at a lot of, uh, you know, images of animals and... Uh, and like cats? She's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know what to think anymore. But I know she's lazy, and uh, she should get fired uh, from my job. And uh, yeah, it's it just won't stand. Pavlos, the economy is really bad right now, and no, really the, the only people making money are selling turnips. That's it. That's turnips. the only people making money right now. Turnips are booming, man. They're booming. Uh, you just have to know the right places. <laughs> you just have to put in a code and visit someone who has the good prices. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yes, no, the economy is exploding right now on my on my island. And Isabel is, uh, yes, yeah, she's on a, she's on thin ice. Let me let me just finish with that. She's on thin ice.
<clears throat> well, after that riveting minute, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I've I guess we'll we'll finish this. What are we playing segment with uh, with Spider Man? I've been playing Spider Man on the PS4. I'm Spider Man. Um, yeah. Spider Man. Where's Harvey Dent? <laughs> Get me Harvey. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's fun. I like it more than the Batman Arkham games, maybe. Oh, um, oh, whoa. Maybe hey, not. Here's the hello. thing. Right. That's, a, that's a take. Okay, no, okay. <laughs> Let me qualify it. I think there's two types of ways to enjoy the Batman Arkham games. I that's... think there is the guided experience. Where um, it's like a Metroidvania and you use puzzles and combat to solve things. And in that, I think Asylum is the best. And I think Asylum beats all the others. I agree. The other way to play it is pretending you're Batman. (laughs) And in that, (laughs) Arkham City and Arkham Knight do better. They're worse games, but they're better Batman simulators. Well, it's because of the environment, right? Not just the environment, they've figured out movement better, they've tailored things towards, like, skins to suit Batman fans, and, like, yeah, the environment allows you to drive a Batmobile in a city. That, how, how not, how Batman is that? It's very Batman. It's, it's off the charts. It's off the charts until you turn into a tank and start shooting stuff, but before that, it's very Batman. Um, in that, I think Spider-Man succeeds the most. Because it feels very Spider-Man. It feels like the culmination uh, okay. and, no. and dream of Spider-Man to the video game fans. Yeah, I understand now. Yeah. No, it seems they've done right by the franchise or whatever. Yeah, that definitely, like, a lot of fan service and, yeah. Swinging. Is it a great game? Nah, not, not really. But mm. it's the best Spider-Man simulator you could probably hope for. So you are you uh, like? Do you prefer uh, being? I, I assume you play Spider-Man like Spider-Man. You get in your Spider-Man pajamas and uh, pretend you're Spider-Man. I get into character for every video game I play. Yes. Ah, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and do you prefer being Spider-Man or do you prefer being Batman? Like. Uh, That's a really good question. You know, I think Batman is actually better for that guided experience. I think Batman is worse in the city with a Batmobile, right? Than Spider-Man is swinging in New York. Yeah, in terms of the games, I I could see it. But but I like Batman in an asylum, beating people up and hiding in the shadows. I like that more. Yeah, I think think maybe uh, City, which I didn't play much, but... uh, I think maybe it could have been thicker on the atmosphere. Mm, For like, sure. Uh, I think City's one of my uh, least favorite, even though that's I think that's a controversial opinion on the game. I've seen it. I've seen that opinion because yeah, people saying like it's bloated, it's just like a lot of icons and like yeah. I've seen that uh, opinion thrown around. So you know But why not, are we why are we talking about Batman Arkham City? What we need to do is go back in time.
back, 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 man. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All the way to the mythical age and era of 1989. Back before Bring. bats still had a good rap, right? Uh, they've been kind of maligned recently <laughs> for, for other reasons. Uh, but yes, uh, Batman, uh, first of all, we, we watched together, we watched the, the film, uh, the Burton movie. Um, like as a pre- is it fair to say as preparation for the for the game or the podcast? I, I think it was say. loose preparation. We definitely did not have to see the film. No, we did not. <laughs> but uh, it it had been a while since I had seen it. Like uh, I watched it as a teenager and I haven't seen it since. So uh, it was illuminating for me. <laughs> I think the most maybe out of you uh, rated it a nine out of ten before you went into the movie again. Well, that was based on my teenage recollection of it, and I just remembered certain scenes and like the atmosphere and stuff. I watched it on a small TV in the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was 14 or something. I usually don't have ratings for films that I watched uh, as a 14-year-old, but for some reason I had I had one for this. And yes, let's just say it didn't maintain that rating. How bad did it go down? Oh, I think I gave it. I think I gave it two stars. Uh, I like four out of ten. Uh, on Letterboxd. But, Four um, out of ten? Yeah, yeah. Not oh, man. Not I disagree with that. <laughs> but yeah. here's the thing. It is a film of it's... scenes and images. And I True. think that doesn't make a coherent and good story. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't no. make a good film. However, the, the images suck. <laughs> and the scenes are so good. Uh, I think I think not. There's not enough of that. There's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I was even less. I was even not really enthused too much by uh, by by Nicholson Joker um, this time around. Uh, it was sort of too all over the place, um, which is maybe a weird complaint for Joker, but uh, but uh, you see, I like the all over the place thing. I like it when he's goofy and funny. Yeah, and I I think. His unpredictable nature was good. I definitely think Jack Nicholson maybe had too much too much freedom. I think sometimes he ad libbed, and Tim Burton was like, "Yeah, that's fine. We're going to keep it in." And, <laughs> and maybe they should have edited it a little bit more. <laughs> maybe, but the unhinged yeah. performance is good. Yeah, but obviously, there's the focus on the re- lady reporter is uh, is bad, really bad, really terrible character. That at the end, she's like basically uh, <coughs> King Kong levels of damsel in distress. Like even with the iconography, obviously on the tower. Um, and stuff. Joker's and, so obsessed with her too. It's like yeah, it. I, I, I have nothing to say other than I agree. The love interest is half-baked. Um, Batman Returns, I find, is a better mm. film. Well, uh, thankfully, I think we can agree. I, I don't know if you'll agree. I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll agree that the game Batman on the NES as a product is more accomplished, more complete than, than the Burton film. Um, I would say, for what yeah, it probably. <laughs> I don't know. I don't well, know. Me, I, I don't have an answer. <laughs> for me, for me, that there's no doubt about that. So, uh, yes, Batman for the NES. It's a Sunsoft uh, side scroller. Sunsoft, of course. Uh, fine, fine folks that made uh, Blaster Master in other games. Um, 
gimmick is another is a nice uh, gem from them uh, on the NES. Very rare game. Um, yeah, they uh, so it's a side scroller, two um, uh, D side scroller of course, uh, where you um, where you just you know you're Batman, you run, you kill uh, you kill the bad guys. Batman you, doesn't um, kill. Wall well, sorry, you incapacitate the bad guys. You wall <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let's you know. You do platform. It's, it's a pretty big amount of platforming um, that involves a wall jump. Um, the jumping is pretty de like it's this deliberate jumping of a Castlevania, where you can change momentum midair, um, but you can like you have full control over the height of the jump and like the art arch of it, um, based on how like uh, much how st uh, hard you press the button. Uh, so you can. You can actually do some pretty precise platforming, in my opinion. I, I really the, the the platforming and the wall jumping really uh, clicks with me. It's not the first time I've played the game, but it it has clicked with me in the past, and it um, it uh, it still does. Um, I don't know. What do you think about the about the controls and the, how the how the, the okay game yeah feel? to to what you said about the wall jumping. Number one, wall jumping is the most iconic Batman ability. When you mm -hmm. think Batman, you go, yeah. he jumps off walls. That's what he does. And glides with his cape. <laughs> he barely glides, but okay. okay. Yeah. He falls down with his cape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the game looks good. Here's the thing. Number one, I love the aesthetics of the game. I love Batman's sprite. His yeah. sprite looks great. Yeah. Um, but to the jump, um, it's what you said, but the, the way I differentiate them is... Precision platforming is allowed, and mm -hmm. it is encouraged in multiple moments where that's the meat of the game, where you're yeah. trying to deliberately wall jump in proper places, yeah. but you have to commit to your arc and how you press mm -hmm. your button, mm -hmm. so it's not forgiving in, in the actual jump action. It's forgiving in other aspects of the game, mm -hmm. but you really have to master that precision, or okay, else yeah. you're screwed. Yeah. No, for sure. It's like a little delay on the wall jump. Like you jump to the wall, and then there's this moment where he sticks to it, and then like there's a timing, there's a rhythm to the jumping, uh, to the wall jumping, um, where you press a button again, and then he jumps. And but even the wall jump, that's the thing. Even the wall jump, you can, um, you can, there's, there's, you know, you can adjust the the height of it um, by how hard you press a button. Even the wall jump has that, so it's, it doesn't have fixed. Uh, it doesn't have a fixed um, arc. Uh, even in that doesn't have, have a fixed arc. So, <clears throat> yeah, they can do some jumping puzzles with that. Um, aside from wrong, jumping, wrong aside from jumping, there's also uh, his gadgets. Because Batman does actually have gadgets. That's he not does, wrong. He has the gadgets. He's uh, they he, call him Inspector Gadget. <laughs> stop it! His friends God started. His, his friends call him that. <laughs> I thought I was going to be the silly one on this cast. Little did I know. Um, yeah. But Batman has the uh, gadgets on his belt, and he's got a batarang. Uh, uh, he, it says harpoon gun in the manual. I think it's a gun. <laughs> I think it's just a normal gun. It's uh, wait, it's, uh, it says so. Yeah, we looked at the manual because with these old games, you have to look at manuals. They are well. First of all, they're just fun. They look. They always have like it's a important look. for the lore. And yes, they have info and like fun text and stuff. Uh, usually they list like all the enemies and bosses and this one does too. So yes, it's called a it's called a spear gun. 
See, I don't buy that from the thing. Best I can see is, like, it shoots missiles and not bullets. But I don't yeah. see spears coming out of that. It looks like a small rocket, yeah. It looks like Super Metroid-style, uh, like a little rocket there, a little missile. Yeah. You also have, uh, since you've got the thing out, you can say the names, but you got the battering and you got the, the thing that shoots out into three saw blades. Yes, they call it Dirk. Um, I never used that. I've never heard that word, but also I'm, I'm that's you know English not, not my first language, but I've never heard that. I know <laughs> I, that don't worry, Dirk I didn't hear it a, either. You're fine. It's a German first name, Dirk, and not the not the most uh, pleasing one, let's say. But uh, <laughs> yes, I've never heard that, that term. Um, it's uh, it's uh, it's basically like a battering, except like you said, it splits up into three projectiles after a certain point. Um, but yes, I, uh, I just didn't see. I just didn't find it reliable for DPS. Most reliable DPS was the battering, and not because it was the most damage, but because it would come back. Sometimes it would hit twice, and mm -hmm. it was just it, it was so low on ammo. So you would yes. just like ninety nine percent of the time use the battering. You pick up ammo points, and the battering takes up one. Uh, the spear gun takes up two, and the dirk takes up three uh, points to use. Um, uh, yes, the uh, but we should say the standard attack, which is like always a crucial thing, and in this case it's it's punching, and uh, I like the the number of games uh, that have punching, uh, like uh, or like a simple knife or like you know sm sort of a short range attack as their uh, attack um, side scrollers, NES side scrollers. It's like so many, it's like countless uh, platformers have a short. Uh, range attack as their standard attack um and it's it can be extremely hit or miss it can destroy games like, like it can basically render games uh not fun and unplayable uh, if they mess up the the standard attack the short range attack it's you know you have the whole spectrum there in terms of quality and um it's so crucial that this one does it well uh, you would agree right that uh, it so yeah i mean that that's that's the thing is okay so it's a tiny hitbox. It's super tiny. It but is it's really small, yes. fast, and there's no problem with its DPS. So sometimes it's actually better than the battering. Sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, so you really debate on using it depending on the moment. And the fact that, that it's still valuable late game even is mm -hmm. really like something cool to it. Yeah. I mean... The final boss I did with punching. Yeah, yeah, I punched uh, the final boss. I used batterings on the guy before the final boss. Yeah, uh, the punching, which, uh, like a crucial but sm small detail, but crucial one is that when you punch uh, an enemy, it actually is frozen in place for a bit. Like if you do, if you if you time it right, if you just if you manage to spam it, uh, and that's just crucial because if you do if you do enemies who take multiple hits, you can't have like a short. There's so many games uh, like. Um, have messed that up. Uh, you can't have like the enemy taking multiple multiple hits when you have a short range attack because shortly after you do the attack, it, the enemy is probably gonna run into you. Um, so it's important that the enemy is sort of frozen in place while you punch it. Um, so so yeah, it definitely nails that. I totally agree about the look. I think the environments look great um, and the little cutscenes, which are very short, but uh, they're I bad at conveying the plot. If, right. if you had to, if you had to tell me the plot of the game, don't look at the manual. Tell me the plot of the game. <laughs> Joker is uh, is at it again. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's about it. That's about yeah. all you got. Yep. Um, but no, they, they render like the little, I love like sort of, I love the eight, I love eight bit renditions sort of, of like night scenes. I love skylines in like pixel skylines. And, yeah, the one where and, the bat wing comes out and you see the city at large in the clock tower and yes. it flies like through the moon and stuff. It, it kind of reminds me of Starry Night, but I don't want to give the fucking <laughs> NES people too much credit. Yeah, that's that's definitely <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that's uh yeah, that's high praise. Bold praise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it reminded me also of Ninja Gaiden cutscenes. Um, and and yeah, they the game in general like... reminds me a lot of Ninja Gaiden. Sure, sure, sure. That checks out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the bosses. Um. So I, in my ignorance, because as we said, the motto here is ignorance is bliss, and which bro did not follow this motto on this topic, um, but I didn't have any idea what the fuck these bosses were supposed to be. Like, uh, I thought they were like ran random, like game exclusive bosses, um, a bit generic, and then obviously at the end you fight Joker. Um, <clears throat> but uh, only some of them are <laughs> generic. I don't think and, I. Uh, random bosses. Here's the thing: is I think the ones that are robots are just generic robots. Mm-hmm. If it's like a guy in a suit attacking you, that's a that's a, like a Batman guy. Yes, and we should um, say uh, we should say some names here. Killer Moth is the first stage boss. Killer Moth is like an iconic Batman villain. Killer yeah. Moth is like a goofy. You should look up an image of him. He looks goofy as shit. But he's uh, usually known as, like, Batgirl's first villain. I like um, That's name. what he's mostly known for. Um, ah, I see. And he's he's funny. But he what's weird is he's the first boss. And I'm like, fucking killer moth. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Some of the enemy types are also specific characters from the Batman series. KG Beast and Deadshot are in this game. And Deadshot, for... Uh, Cobblers like who doesn't know, know is who Will Smith was in Suicide Squad. Okay. <laughs> ah, yeah, yes. and uh, that movie, yeah, and shit's crazy. Out, and, and they're just like random enemy mobs, like Maxi Zeus. Um, mm-hmm. like these these people are obscure picks. I don't blame you for not knowing. Oh them. no, you could be making up names right now. <laughs> I would, <laughs> I would um, believe you. One of the bosses, the other, like, human boss, it's the one in the sewers, mm-hmm. um, he's called the Electrocutioner, Yeah, and he's the dumbest villain ever. I was shocked when the manual was name, like, he is the world's greatest assassin. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> Electrocutioner is my rap name, so I'm gonna be suing, uh, suing uh, Sunsoft for that. Um, or like, I guess, or you, did you say it's, he's from the comics? He is from the comics. He's not in oh. a lot of them. He's usually a joke. Yeah, be, um, in Arkham, in Arkham Origins, he is in that as well. He is technically a boss, but Batman beats him in one hit. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't remember remember that, but yeah. Uh, so I'm not was, was a gimmick boss, or he was right before Death Deathstroke in Arkham Origins. Ah, and Origins, you said. Okay, uh, I bad. didn't play that. Yeah. Um, right. We should talk. Yeah, and the, the other bosses are like the second one is like uh, basically Metroid, um, <clears throat> like a Metroid boss where you like the generic robot bosses are feel to me they feel like Mega Man. 
Because yeah, uh, well, yeah, the other one is very Mega Man. Uh, but well, even even the room one, the room one in uh, stage two reminds me of the Crash Bomb Wily stage. Yes, yes, I know exactly. Yeah. Yeah, where you gotta, like, take care of one thing, then you gotta take care of the other thing, and then you can end the stage. Yeah. And it was frustrating. I didn't like that one. We, we should we should be fair, though. Like, the, the when you're doing the, the, a game for the for the movie, you're... Basically, you, ha- you have no material to work with in terms of, uh, like, big villains for bosses, because in the movie, it's, it's, down, like, it's very reduced to just Joker, which is it's very... Uh, it doesn't. It was before the time where everyone had to show up in uh, comic uh, adaptations, where you had like always several villains. Like I feel like now you have to have like several villains uh, show up in, in in also the games. I mean, Spider Man is like that, obviously. Yeah, Spider and... like Spider Man Two for the freaking uh, thing had random enemies show up and stuff. So yeah, that yeah. that that became much more of a trend later. So the movie is very like focused on Joker. You don't have anyone else there. Um, and so, yeah, they had to come up with some, you know, they had to come up with something. Um, so I don't blame him too much or anything. I don't, mind, like I don't mind the design that much. And the nice thing is, is when you die, um, most of the time the stage resets or like the, the way you come back yeah. after a game over is very, uh, uh, not rewarding, but uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not punishing. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, it, uh, it's it's strangely uh, forgiving. Yeah. Yeah, forgiving. And um, the second machine boss, where it's like two orbs, that one was annoying, but it was also fair. I never felt cheated out of a boss mm-hmm. until Joker. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Joker. I mean, Joker. I basically brute forced. Like uh, I took the damage and just kept punching. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely a lot of times where you have to tank the damage, um, but Joker has a pattern. The only problem with Joker is if he shoots you, you take like three bars of health down. So oh you're no, fucked. you have to get hit by the you have to get hit by the lightning or whatever. Uh, I think I think I got hit by him running into me because yeah. him running into me was like one. Yeah, you have to time it with the invincibility, but but yes, uh, yeah, you can also yeah, he can run into you. Just don't get hit by the by the by the bullets. Yeah, um, and then obviously he falls down just like in the movie. And what uh, uh, I, I you don't see really any people, so the fight between Batman and Joker is like strangely um, sort of a a a fight between like uh, like a very sort of lonely lonely affair. <laughs> um, it's like seems like the mo- the city is sleeping or whatever and uh batman and joker are just quietly duking it out what um, i personally liked was the joker animation when he loses mm-hmm. for like that's the sprite work animation on him yeah losing is like because he collapses to the ground and he like struggles and then he falls down i'm like this is advanced for an nes game jesus uh, yeah, it remind though it reminded me just to keep that parallel going. It reminded me a bit of Doctor Wily. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it does. Um, and uh, another parallel is obviously that the music is very, uh, very good. A driving, a driving music, and like Sunsoft had had great soundtracks. Um, always had great soundtracks in their games. So uh, yeah, this one is no exception. 
Um, before we get to Sunsoft, so you can just wax, you know, your dreams mm-hmm. about Blaster Master. Um, how'd you just feel about the level progression from start to finish? Did you get um, frustrated? I got frustrated near the end. No, yeah, t- no, t- uh, you know, uh, talk talk about it. Like, what did you get frustrated by? All right. Um, the first wall I hit was mm-hmm. probably after stage two. Okay. Af- after stage two boss, and then I was in stage three with the sewers, and then yeah. the sewer things were attacking me, and then I had to fight Electrocutioner. I wasn't having a lot of fun then, but I was like, okay, okay we can just go through it. And then it went into, then like the final two major stages mm-hmm. are, um, huge platforming segments pretty much um technically Mm -hmm. the one before has like more enemies but clock tower is like almost all platforming with a little enemies um and uh i did not like the clock tower the best thing i can say about the clock tower was it was short yeah i mean the game is is short right like i would say 30 minutes it's a 30 minute game is what i would <laughs> um, well, technically, I played the game of the. Uh, you can see me on Twitter uh, at the Twitter handle at Brogan Chat. See, I'm getting better at podcasting. Uh, right. um, I played Batman NES and I live tweeted it. And mm-hmm. I don't think. I think I took longer than 30 minutes. I think I took. No, like no, I think hours. 30 minutes. I'm, I'm saying 30 minutes like is the. Like when you just run through it. That's like sort of the. Oh, for the clock tower? Yeah, I think I took 30 minutes on the clock tower. No, 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 no. 30 minutes for some... I'm saying, I'm guessing a professional run of Batman is about 30 minutes. That's my... my Oh, they're good at the game. I can't control that. (laughs) Yeah. That's my... my Stop talking about my failures! (laughs) Okay. Uh, For now, I will stop. But... uh, but but yeah no um I can see that uh, it's definitely it's definitely obviously gets challenging but it, ne- it never felt frustrating to me. Um, uh, it didn't feel unfair. Right. Obviously it can get frustrating. Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't say uh, sort of frustrating in an unhealthy way where it's like where I curse the video game. <laughs> it's just the even main... even with the clock tower complaint, what was really nice about it was mm. the boss before Joker. When you beat that boss and you inevitably die to Joker, when yeah. you start over the clock tower, you don't have to fight that boss again. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of stuff like that, like the checkpointing, which is obviously a modern term, but like uh, you know the 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 way it sort of uh, is, um, yeah, like you said, not not actually punishing is is pretty pretty f- sort of uh, welcome. Because so many games, you just have to start the whole world again, like the whole stage. The stages here, five stages, are broken up in several parts. And we should just say that. And if you game over, you don't have to start from, you know, like some games, you would even have to start from the beginning of the game. But uh, you don't even have to start from the beginning of the world. You just have to start from the start of the level, of the segment of, of the world. Plus, if you die to the boss, you like let's say the boss is 2-3. And you game over on that, then uh, you you start on two two, and if you die to the boss, you get you fight the boss again immediately. So um, so yeah, that's that's actually very forgiving, and th- I thought that was super welcome. So really, playthroughs of this are really uh, I would say 
you, you don't have to worry about getting too frustrated. There's a cap to that just by just by way of the checkpointing. Um, How do you feel about Batman NES in Sunsoft's library, especially for the NES titles? Uh, oh, I would say I would say it's it's a worthy addition to their to their library. I'm I I don't want to talk too much about like uh, you know every single like Sunsoft game. I want to highlight just one or two that I personally enjoy a lot, which I'm is, sure will have their own cast eventually. But go we'll on. see, we'll see. But the Blaster Master is obviously, um, which was I think two years before this one, '88 uh, title um, is uh, is. I love that series. It's a hybrid series between sort of side scroller and top down, like um, top down, uh, like sh- what would you call it? Like action, action shoot There's, game. It's not shoot 'em up, but you definitely shoot things. It's like a little tank thing. Yeah, right? yeah, it's a tank thing, and you can get out of the <laughs> tank and you go into like small dungeons, which are top down perspective, um, and and yeah, uh, and it's a it's a Metroidvania basically in its structure. Um, not quite as open, but it has like items that uh, you, you pick up items somewhere and then you can progress in another part and so on. <clears throat> and, and that's very uh, sophisticated for that era, like in terms of I would level say design. So, yeah. and I would say so. Mm-hmm. And, and similar, a similar game to that is Euphoria, uh, um, which is a 91 uh, game. Um, it's actually sort of a series of games where pretty different uh, from each other but um, but yes this one is uh, is is also like a metroidvania platformer retype thing um, it's uh, it was it was on Wii U virtual console uh, weirdly enough although the NES uh, emulation there wasn't wasn't perfect it was too dark um, <clears throat> Um, I could talk about Fester's Quest, but I won't. Uh, the iconic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think I the last thing maybe I could mention is uh, another game they put out in 1990. They they were pretty productive. Uh, I should I should mention. Um, and this is just obviously me talking about NES games from them. They obviously did games for other platforms as well. But did um, they uh, did they ever do the uh, NES thing of uh, developing under a different label? Ooh, I don't know Sunsoft development history, so I'm just asking. That's a good question. If I'm remembering correctly... Uh, hmm. For our listeners that don't know while he thinks of it, yeah. if you were a pub, if you made a game for the NES back in the day, Nintendo yes. only lets you make a certain amount under a company name. So mm-hmm. a lot of the bigger companies made fake companies to make their games. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like... Uh, uh, but uh, but I don't think Sons of Tibet, but maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't remember. I was thinking about, uh, about it because there's some obviously uh, famous examples, but I wouldn't say Sons of Like in my memory, I would, I would say no, but research uh, would be... If we're wrong, say it in the comments below. If we're wrong, remember our motto. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> the last one I wanted to talk about is Journey to Cilius. Um Have you played this one? I haven't played anything other than Blaster Master of what you just... Actually, Fester's Quest. But I don't count Fester's Quest. <laughs> I haven't played the other two. No. Yeah, Journey to Cilius, uh, which I love the, the, the Japanese title, is uh, pretty funny. It's, it's called Rough World. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. How rough is it? 
Oh yeah, it's very rough. Uh, no, it's uh, it's a side-scrolling uh, like action thing, like Contra basically. Um, and uh, yeah, that's great, a great soundtrack. It's like one of the most notable uh, NES um, NES soundtracks. And uh, it's it's a good. It's just a very fun, very solid one of those. I would say. Um, <clears throat> again, they were great about style. They were like. Uh, I would say the the gameplay and stuff that was always like super solid and just you know fun, nothing too crazy. Although I do like the I do like the split in Blaster Master. That's sort of a, like a structural sort of uh, good idea, like a conceptual thing that works out. Um, but generally speaking, I think they just stuck to what worked and just pulled that off really well and like. Uh, um just always had a lot of, of you know of, sort of imbued it with a lot of visual and uh uh like audiovisual flair uh, polish even like polish is yes. a weird concept for an nes game like no. if you're looking back but yeah. i definitely think that applies to them no I, I i think that's a great word for it for for sunsoft yeah they the level design always made sense or makes sense it clearly communicates the path. It uh, the controls never stop working, or like you never get caught in like weird, I don't know, sort of invincibility stuff or whatever. Uh, yeah, um, and I should say I played it. Uh, actually, I almost forgot. I, I should mention I I have an NES. I played Batman on my NES. I didn't play it in an, uh, uh, on the PC. Um, uh, and, uh, so did I. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, we I'll both be honest. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> save state, though, for the record. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I obviously didn't have <laughs> the possibility to do it. And I, I, I don't know if I would have done it, but but yes, uh, I was lucky to to have, have a copy of it. And um, it works right. Like, I think, I guess what one thing maybe one could mention there is flickering, which can be a... Can be an issue on like original hardware, as opposed to like emulation, which usually well, there's emulators who sort of replicate it, but usually you don't want it. <laughs> I do um, like I do like for some reason as a Mega Man guy, I do like slow down frame rates, and I like uh, mm -hmm. and I like screen flicker, which affectionately mm -hmm. they replicated in Mega Man Nine, and I love right. it. Yeah, that's 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 a great pull. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously, <laughs> sorry, we're, we're both. No, I was done. I uh, just wanted to say that we're, of course, both big uh, Mega Man fans, and uh, I don't think it's, uh, you know, I think it's fair to to say that uh, that there's gonna be Mega Man episodes at some point. Uh, there will be an episode of every game ever. Bet on. <laughs> yes. Bet well, on. Yeah. That's our project here. We Your favorite game, listener. Game. Say it in the comments, and we will play it. <laughs> yes. It's going to get played. All right. We have to stop here now before we promise more things we can't, uh, <laughs> we can't hold. Uh, I keep my promises. <laughs> thank you so much, uh, Brogan. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Wait, 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 wait. Papas. Yes. What's the next episode? Yes. That was, uh, yeah. I was about to say that that uh, the next game in two weeks is going to be uh, Batman Return. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> Pikmin. Pikmin for, uh, obviously, originally the GameCube, 
There's a Wii version, new play control Wii version. I will be playing GameCube, you will be playing Wii. Exactly. Uh, and yes, join us for that. Replay Pikmin if you like, if you want. Uh, I hear it's good. Um, but until then, uh, yeah, it's been fun. Have a good one.